Welcome to For the Record, episode number 54. Uh, this intro is going to be a little bit rushed because I'm about to head out to an event in San Francisco that I'm going to be um, working with all day. So I just wanted to still give a quick little introduction to this. This episode is sponsored by Audible.com, a wonderful home online for uh, an, an amazing plethora of audiobooks. So if you'd like to get a free audiobook and 30 free days on Audible.com, go to www.audibletrial.com slash shameless promo. Once again, that is audibletrial.com dot com slash shameless promo for your free audiobook and 30 free days with the audible program this episode was with um, a wonderful indie rock band by the name of moscow noir um, i was lucky enough to speak with their vocalist um, in between uh, recording sessions at their studio we spoke over the phone they're based in toronto right now so um, the time difference was a bit out there um, but yeah, I mean that's really all there is to say. It was it was a great chat, and I'm uh, really looking forward to having everybody check this one out. So once again, episode number fifty-four for the record with Moscow Noir. Enjoy. speak with you after um having listened to all the music that's been sent over from you guys likewise all right thank you yeah no worries man how are you doing today uh i'm doing pretty good just uh, in the studio actually just working on uh on another track very nice um where are you guys recording if i may ask uh toronto mm. very nice oh yeah so that's definitely um definitely quite a ways away from where I am right now. <laughs> yeah, it is. Just a little. Is the is the weather pretty decent up there right now? You know what? It's actually raining here. Oh my god. That's so well, it's like it's 93 degrees here in um like the in I'm in Oakland, California, so I'm pretty close. I'm like towards San Francisco, but yeah, it's like sweltering hot right now. That actually sounds really oh nice god. though. <laughs> <laughs> You know what though? For for uh, for producing, I love it when it's raining. I'm sorry. It what's makes up? It feel I don't know a little bit more cozier when you're like, when you're in the studio. You know, outside it's just raining. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, and I mean particularly for yeah. the kind of music that you guys do, where it's not necessarily it's not like sad music, but it's got that it's got a moodier feel to it. If that, I mean that just from my perspective of listening to it. I mean that sounds like that's perfect studio um, studio weather. <laughs> yes, yes. No, I completely agree. Yes, it's definitely moody music. <laughs> Definitely. Um, how far along are you guys on this new track? And is it going to be is is that going to be something we're going to hear on um, an upcoming release, or maybe as a single, or like? Uh, uh, yes, it's going to be. It's it's one of the tracks that I'm working on for the the full length album that we'll be releasing. Awesome. 
Very so nice. It's, uh, yeah, I'm just, I just, I just have some downtime, so I'm, I'm working on some, some things that, are, some ideas that are kicking around. So that's, yeah, that's what we're doing right now. Fantastic. Um, well, I do have to say, um, the music that you guys do, I, I like, I liked the EP uh, quite a bit, and it wasn't, and I, and I say this with just this preface, I, I've never really. That the, kind of the moodier music has never been something that I really like jump towards where I'm like, oh my god, this is the first thing I'm gonna listen to. It's, it's never just I just because I've I've grown up on like I guess harder rock and in more of that sense. But I was intrigued by um, the song titles and kind of the, the elements of of space and constellations and stuff like that. I've always been a huge sucker for stuff like that, and I was I was very curious where the where that kind of theme and that kind of fascination um with wanting to include i guess spacier elements if that makes sense into the music came from yeah i think um it really falls into like um when you when we're talking about um uh, mood mood earlier i think uh, a lot of the a lot of the uh the visual like when i visualize the music i always visualize it sort of like in the night and i think when you look at the constellations it really relates back to Moscow and art because it's that like it's that it's the beauty and the darkness that I'm that I'm always very drawn to, and I find like you know at night you see the stars and you can see a whole different perspective on what um, the world around you is, and so I started thinking about you know um, mirroring that when it came to the music and even the lyrics. So you have like the stars and you have the constellations and then even the beginning of the of the EP it's called um, Odyssey, which means Odyssey. So it's kind of like the Odyssey into the night sky, into the into space kind of a thing. So that sort of theme I think was really was a really common thread that could I could tie in every song into this kind of like journey going into into the darkness of the night, into the space. I I absolutely got that kind of feel from listening to, from listening to that. It's like it's like something you'd put on if you're going stargazing or if you're sitting down and just kind of looking up at the sky um, at night and and kind of stuff like that. I totally got that spacey feel from it. So that's awesome. I mean, that totally reaffirms what I was thinking when I was listening to it. Oh no, it's it's amazing that you got that. Yeah, that's totally totally uh, totally it. Definitely. Um, when did the, I guess, when did the process begin for you guys when coming up with the EP and about how long did it last for um, everything from pre-production to um, recording it and then getting it mixed down? I think I would say roughly around two years or were, was when it um, was, is what it took, I think, for it to, uh, from wow. inception to, to, to finishing it. And what happened was I, I initially I didn't even think of EP. I just had this whole idea of creating um, this story, but out of like I originally created like 15 songs, and I wanted them to be like 13. Um, that created this whole journey, but along the way I kind of realized um, there was a little bit too much experimentation that I had gone through, and I kind of I kind of made things a little bit too overextended because I started thinking about things and. Not in a way where it's easier to follow as a listener. It was more of like a an artier or, or somebody that a producer would listen to. But I had to think about um, what people could actually really embrace and understand. And I think for the last year is when I really honed in and I cut it down to like 
an EP where it could be short and it could get out the message about what Moscow Noir is about and just kind of like tease you into it. And so then last year, I would say, when I cut it down to about six tracks that were going to be on the EP and I really, really just honed in on structure, um, on the writing, and just making, translating the message or the journey into smaller ones that could that could all fit into one one big EP or one EP, sorry. But so yeah, I would say about two years is when the the idea of doing an album slash EP began, and then in the last year is when everything was really tightened up. And then along the way, of course, I've been rehearsing and practicing with the band and just trying things out live and all that stuff. So by towards the last year is when everybody kind of knew exactly how the songs were going to be played out. So. Fantastic. Um, and I guess going off of something that you said, um, when you came up with the idea for the EP album, would you say that this is a continuation of what we were introduced to on the EP as listeners? Or would you say that it's with, would you say that, excuse me, I jumbled my words. Um, it is a, I guess, a new stage or a new introduction into, uh, a, a new stage that we're going to get with the band. Uh, yes, no, it, it totally is. Um, the album that I have in mind is pretty much the next part of of um, the story. So the beginning is the it's the um, the Odyssey begins in the first part, and so there's a lot of underlying themes that start in the EP that I'm going to really develop in the second part, but it's going to be an extension of it because my goal. Is for Moscow to be Moscow Noir to be something that, like every album, is the next part of the story, and they all interlink in a way because I like it to be like this, this um this combined kind of um, message that will that will touch on different themes that each one keeps um, evolving, kind of like the way we all do. So I, w- I wanted to have this complex kind of connection between each one. So that is the goal. So yes, um, the next, the next, the album that's going to come out is going to be an extension and an evolved um, themes based off of the beginning. Very nice. Um, and I, I know that every songwriter has a different take on talking about what a specific song or what a theme is about, because some people are like, "Oh yeah, this is what it was about," and then some go, "Well, I'll, I'll let you figure it out for yourself. I'm not going to say what it is." Um, what was if you're willing to if you're up for talking about it if not it's totally cool um what i guess what was the theme that um you were trying to address on this particular record and, and then what um without giving it away too much is it i guess a hint into what kind of themes or topics are maybe addressed on this next album um i would say in this one it deals with a lot of um a lot of inner conflict um there's a lot of things that um everybody has to has to deal with or, or go through and it's and it's i think the beginning starts with quiet reflection is one of the big themes of, that i try to um underline in this one is self-reflection quiet reflection because it's when it's when uh it's when you begin to kind of analyze and you begin to see things which you never saw before and it kind of it kind of plays up with what moscow is about because when you when you try to bridge electronic and rock um, they're not, they're not, I don't know, they don't play too friendly. Uh, yeah. so it's a lot of people either like rock or they like electronic more. And so it kind of, it kind it's kind of relates to that where it's like, okay, when 
once everything else, all the noise dies down, and you actually pay attention to what, whether it is something that there's a conflict in you, and then you kind of look at it, it's when you're able to understand understand what's happening. So the EP is kind of the finding that understanding, that, that reflection that is within all of us and based on different experiences that we have. Yeah. And then I would say the second one is um, once you've understand, once you've understood it, it's being able to either find a resolve or being able to embrace whether it's the beauty or the darkness of it. And I think that's kind of the themes that I want to touch in the album is, is the beauty and the darkness of what it is that we can actually see or go through. That's fascinating. And I, I completely agree with you with something you said. Genre synthesis can be very hard, and particularly combining two genres that are not necessarily in opposition to each other. I think I think there's a lot of similarities between the two, but at the same time, it's it's two completely different elements in that sense, where one is very much based out of computer, while the other one you don't need any kind of electronics in order to play it. Like, there there isn't an acoustic synthesizer, if that makes sense. That is the piano. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I to- no, I totally, totally agree with what you're saying. Yes, yes, totally. Well, I think it was fascinating how you guys were able to blend that, and and it, it, I mean, like like we just said, it's really hard to do that. But I think you did a very good job of blending that together because it sounded like I mean, I got kind of a um, building off of the I guess the kind of space feel. I got that kind of um, almost a, a new wavy kind of like that darker. Um, that darker kind of synth music that kind of came out of maybe maybe around the eighties, but it was with modern technology, which I thought was really cool. Yes, yes, completely. Like uh, one of the biggest influences are Depeche Mode. And that I was what I was going to say. Really... Yeah, like Depeche Mode, New Order. That was totally what I was going for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got it. Very nice. That's awesome. Um, I, was that a lot of the music that you? Um, would you say that you maybe grew up listening to a lot of that? I mean, what, what were some of your influences when you were getting ready to not only start this project, but just kind of when you were getting into music and when you were um, looking at like, oh, I could I could make music like this. This sounds cool. <laughs> well, well, what happened was I, I was really into rock. Um, nice. So I would say I listened to rock mostly throughout like my college years and in high school. And what happened was I towards my later years, I really liked more of the moodier stuff because I kind of liked music where I was driving or when I was at home, and I could put on music that would just take me to places and things that I could relate to. But I was always drawn to the to the themes that were a little bit darker because I felt I don't know maybe it was whatever I was going through in life, or but it was always something that I was I felt comfortable in. I felt comfortable listening to. So I listened to a lot of that, and my influences were de- obviously the Peshmerga, um, the Cure, the Smiths, um, Joy Division were some of my really my like my main faith throughout. I mean, I've always listened to whatever rock um, current bands that were great, but those guys I always went back to, and like Radiohead as well, obviously. Um, and then what happened was later on in my college years, I started uh, listening to electronic music as well. And when I went to Europe, I went to these electronic festivals before these festivals were huge. Yeah. And I would hear all these different sounds that I was just like blown away at, like the vast soundscapes and, and like the way that like uh, no, no lyrics could take you on a, on a, on an actual journey, whether it's emotional or, or whatever it made you feel. But 
it, it was just through electronic sounds. And so that really fascinated me. So when I, when I came back, I started listening to a lot of electronic stuff, a lot of experimental stuff. And then later on, it's when I kept thinking to myself, I'm like, I'm like, it would be so cool if this kind of sound was mixed with this kind of sound. I'm like, I'm like, that would be so amazing. And then eventually, it's when I actually just tried to do it myself. And it started off purely as, as like a curiosity project. And then eventually, you know, years later, Moscow Art came to be and, and it actually came together, so to speak. Very nice. Um, I have to say about the electronic festival thing, I completely agree with you in in the sense that there's there's so much fascinating music in that genre and in that world. Like, and and speaking to the fact that you went before there was kind of that, I mean the the major boom that happened within the industry in terms of. I mean, how massive these festivals are and how crazy things are with them now, it's, it's, it's incredible. But there definitely is the darker and moodier side of things that I don't think is necessarily I, – I just personally don't think it's depicted enough in a lot of the, the – like the not, not the main stage stuff, but just, just kind of in those festivals in general. And I'm, I'm not sure why, but I think, that, I think that's fantastic. And it's a, it's a totally new rabbit hole to kind of go down when you, when you kind of experience it for the first time. Yeah, no, totally, totally. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's very different. It's very different how it is now. But I remember, yeah, before it was even called EDM back then. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. It, you, you, yeah, they actually had like darker sounds. It was. It was like all different kinds of sounds. I found a lot of stuff now is exactly what you're saying. It's a little bit more, more about like the moment, partying, and getting into that kind of like amped up zone. Yeah, as opposed to almost like chilling out and just like enjoying this like trippy voyage kind of thing yeah i mean i like i, there's, I yeah yeah there's, there's just more I, I feel like um there was a little bit more patience back a little bit more patience in terms of the kind of music now i find it's it's a little bit more um like quick quick attention span kind of thing you know oh yeah just hits right away Oh, oh yeah. Like, I mean, the whole, the whole thing is based around, and, and, and I will give full disclosure. I love like as much as shit as it gets. I love big room house music. I love getting amped up and like the festival thing and stuff like that. I, I do, I, I'm a fan of that. And when, if I ever DJ, I throw a lot of that in, but at the same time, I completely agree with you. It is such an ADD culture. Like there's just almost no, like that's why I was fascinated by going to see an artist like, I don't know if you've ever heard of him, but an artist like Porter Robinson who totally did a complete 180 and just started playing very chilled out like music where you know it's not going to be a big like party. You can go sit down, grab a beer and just kind of relax and listen to this kind of trippiness. Um, and that, I, I, I went from going to see like, um, artists like Hardwell and Zed and stuff. I was like, yeah, this is really amped up. And then I walked in and I'm kind of like, what, what's going on right now? This is, this is very different. <laughs> this is uh, okay. I'll get a drink and I'll sit down. That that's fine. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, that's exactly, exactly. Um, the way I see it as well. I, I, and I love what I'm too. Yeah. Um, what was the, what was the festival you went to? Yeah, I'm just out of curiosity, if you remember it. Yeah, uh, there was two. It was Mysteryland uh, in, uh, in Utrecht, which is in, in Holland, and then the other one was um, Tomorrowland. Oh, awesome. 
Very nice. I've always wanted to go to. Yeah. I've always wanted to go to Tomorrowland and Mysteryland. Uh, those I've always been. I mean, they've never disappointed in terms of any of the footage I've seen of them. So. Yeah, yeah, and this is like I would say this is probably like seven, eight years ago. Okay. Oh, so right before like people people didn't really even know about it, so it was just kind of one of those crazy things that they're like, "Hey, did you hear about this? Like, did they do this in in Europe?" And I was like, "No, like I had no idea about it." When I went there, I was just blown away by everything because I'd, I'd never seen something in that scope before. Uh, that I mean, that's awesome, and it's 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 cool to be able to say you were. A part of that and, and like you it's like you can say I was there and like right before I mean like I think like seven or eight years before that may have been like one year before um that kind of boom and before the, the term EDM ever came out so that that's that's really awesome to say you were able to be a part of that <laughs> yeah. yeah for sure um in terms of um in terms of this album coming up, um, do you guys have any plans in terms of a release, a, a release date for it, a time frame, or are you guys still kind of in the stages of, of putting it together? Um, I think it's. I think we're 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 trying to aim somewhere within like in the beginning of the year. But what we really want right now is just to really keep pushing the EP and and just trying to trying to see if we can play gigs and and um, and. Uh, you know, different cities just to kind of get Moscow and Aro. But um, I know it's sometime in the next year. I think it's going to be like early next year around then. But in the meantime, in the meantime, yeah, we're just trying to trying to get the EP, but uh, trying to spread that. Very nice, cool, and and of course, you always want to like take you always want to take your time and make sure that it's like right to where you you want it to be in that sense. So. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, well, um, we'll uh, we'll wrap this up in uh, within the next few minutes. But um, first off, thank you again very much for chatting. It, it's been wonderful to talk with you and to get some insight into the EP and the music you guys have got coming up. And it's it's been um, it's been fun to talk with you. <laughs> I feel the same way. I, I, thank you for for you know having this uh, interview with me. Yeah, of course, it's been man. Awesome. Absolutely. Um, all right. So then, uh, I always close out music interviews. I'm, um, I'm sure the people who listen to this always are pretty sick of me giving this introduction by now, but, um, I basically <laughs> give these, I give, I give these two interview questions at the very end of any music interview that I do because they're broader questions, but they're a good way to kind of close things out and, and, and do, I guess, kind of a wrap up. So, um, the, okay. f- the first question is, what kind of message, if you have one, would you like fans to walk away with after listening to your music? Um, that there's, there's beauty in the darkness is definitely one. Perfect. And, and yeah. Oh, oh no, um, continue. Go for it. Sorry? Oh, I, I, I didn't know if you were, um, if you had something else to say. I feel like I accidentally cut you off. <laughs> Oh, oh no, no! I just, I just definitely, I would say that there's beauty in the darkness and in the weirdness, um, and that um, you'll be surprised to discover um, different things when you just stop and and take a minute to kind of embrace something that is different. Perfect, wonderful. Um, yeah, sorry about yeah. that. Doing phone interviews are always a little. <laughs> it's always kind of hard to tell <laughs> when the okay. co- yeah. So. Um, <laughs> Cool. And then the last question is, what does music mean to you? Music 
Um, uh, um, music. That's such a that's such a crazy question. Um, music means a lot of things. I mean, music is music is a story. Music is a feeling, and I think music is something that is that it's a facet of life that is pretty much ingrained into who we are as people and as society because whether it's creating an emotion or whether it's it can give you a message it can it can heal so music is everything that was a beautiful way to put it awesome and a perfect way to close this out and uh lastly uh where can people find you guys online to check out the ep uh give you a like on facebook twitter um wherever you guys would like fans to check you out yeah, um, we, we're we're pretty much everywhere. So we're on Facebook, Instagram, um, YouTube, and uh, the EP you can get on, on it's on every store. Whether it's iTunes, Amazon, um, it's on all digital stores. So I think you can, you can find us on all the main, on on all the main social social uh, social sites. Beautiful. All right, um, man. Thank you so much, Lester. It was such a pleasure to talk with you, and um, I'm looking forward to pushing this and um, helping promote the EP. Um, and anytime you guys are in uh, the San Francisco Bay Area, please, um, uh, I, I will definitely try and come and check you guys out. I would love to um, catch a show. Oh, you got it. You got it. And uh, thank you so much. I've had a great time too talking to you. This has been awesome. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. All right. Well, we'll definitely talk to you soon. Okay. All right, take Talk care. To you soon. Take care. Bye. No problem.